Hey everyone, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S and Kuro Usagi. Hey, what's up everyone? It's, I'm DJ Ranma S. And I'm Kuro Usagi. And welcome to Anime Jam Sessions episode 28, the comeback podcast. <laughs> hey, this wake is up exactly all like how we've been for the past couple of months. Pretty much. Um, we went through a bit of a transition. We got our website up. There's not too much is there. I went into some slight PC issues, and I got to replace the motherboard on my computer tonight after all it is. Bum, bum, bum. Is it really that bad? Yeah, I'm running it. It's just running slow as molasses, and I'm like, uh, no, I'm not having this tonight. So right after the podcast, I'll be breaking down Venus and installing a new motherboard. It should take me about, what, all of, what, two hours? Christ. Oh, um, I've been having a lot of issues recently. Mm. Um, all you Verizon fans, um, yeah, right now I really hate Fios, so. (laughs) Don't say that too loudly, because there are a lot of Fios fans out there. Well, that's too bad. Fios has not been a fan to me. Oh, Christ on a cracker. Yeah, so, um, anybody got, uh, connection issues out there, definitely give them a call and let them know that poor Kurosagi is not really happy. She can't record if she has no connection. So, well, technically I can record, but you guys get the idea. Mm. And being that, since it's been a very, very long time since we spoke, um, there are so many things that have happened recently. I don't know where to even start. Let's just, instead of, um, let's just pick up and just run with it, you know? But, you know, yep. so many things happen, like, oh, oh Dragon Ball, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and Speaking of Dragon Ball, we have a special um, movie review of Dragon Ball Evolution. Of course, this has been long overdue, so I'm pretty sure yes. everybody knows what they think about that movie. Well, one, a good friend of mine, actually one of my best friends from high school I ran into, we started getting in touch again. He goes by the alias of Under the Pale. You can check out his YouTube reviews at youtube.com slash Under the Pale. We have hit a copy of his Dragon Ball review, so I listened to it. A few of my friends listened to it. They thought it was the greatest thing ever, so I'm like, I, dude, I need a copy. It's in. Simple as that. So... I don't have a horrible, horrible review, but it, it, uh, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Three words, three letters. Yeah. Also, this podcast will be also the Ronma One Half podcast as well. I found it through another friend of mine that, well, he sent me an email already, but April 15th marks the 10-year anniversary of the series. So we'll have some Ron will have um, tracks playing along with some tracks from Doko first and Doko second, which is the all-female Ronma one-half cast, which was female Ronma, Akane, Shampoo, Nabiki, and Kasumi Tendo. Oh, okay. Yep. Also, we'll be talking about Katsukon. This is also the long-awaited Katsukon podcast as well. Wow, Katsukon. Oh, the one that I really was trying to get into and I did not. Depressing. But I definitely would like to hear your review. Um, unfortunately, you know, since the whole swine flu scare, and funny thing that I mentioned this because I was actually sick again, and I know everyone worries about my health, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, apparently... Because of the whole Katsukon thing, um, not Katsukon, excuse me, the swine flu or HN1 butt flu, mm-hmm. 
um, a lot of people have canceled overseas. I know. It's just kind of, you know, depressing. I know, because um, Hidako... No. Hidake... Noriko Hidaka, yeah, Noriko Hidaka was supposed to make an appearance to Animazement. I couldn't go to Animazement because I was going to Anime Boston. She did the voice of Akane Tendo in Ronma One Half. I wanted her to sign my, my art book, but she was one of the guests that canceled, so I'm like, Phew. that might have been my last chance, but on the same token, I have another chance of meeting her in person dressed as Ronma. Right. Also, um,. Speaking of which, Keiko Han actually canceled too, and she's pretty much a legendary for playing the voice of Luna in Sailor mm. Moon. So, you know, some well-known people have canceled the event because of the whole swine flu craziness. Mm. Okay, that's cool. So, anywho, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about Katakan.
Okay, people, now check this out. We've done some expansion since the last time we've done an episode. Yep. Well, during this, we actually brought in a new member of the team. We did, and I wasn't even sure about that. I was just like, ah, Adam does everything. And I was like, okay, so. <laughs> well, I do try. Um, at Katsukon, I, sp- I had a friend who's into anime who does cons, who does r- reports. She is now one of our newest members of the Anime Jam Session staff. Yay! We call her Minu Berry, Berry, or Berry Chan. I prefer Berry Chan because it kind of fits. Does she look like a berry? No, but she's pretty awesome like a berry. Strawberry? Blueberry? Poison berry? Uh, you can ask her if you want. Okay. I yeah. should do that. Alright, now let's see if we can bring her in, if she will answer. Behold the power of Skype. Yes, Skype is being pretty ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. It's ringing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, hi. Hey, Barry-chan. Hey, Rama, what's up? Not much. The sneezing you heard on the other side is my co-host, Kuro Usagi. Hi. Can you hold on on just a second? Sure, no problem. Remind me to put some music in here. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Hmm. I'll do that. Okay. Hi, welcome back. Oh, Barry, first off, welcome to Anime GM Session, and welcome to the staff. Thank you so much. No problem, and as you can see, we kind of sort of got our stuff together, but we're pretty much the best that we can do. <laughs> For now. I'll, I'll yeah. go along as whatever you guys do. <laughs> well, we hope you have fun with us, and we, we look forward to everything that you bring to the table. And if anything goes wrong, all you have to do is blame him, because it's usually his fault. Hey! <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> Oh. Kudo speaks truth, you know that. Nope. <sighs> uh, let's not even go there, Kudo. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, before anything else explodes, let's talk about Katsukon 14. Katsukon 14. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that bad. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I just have to say... The hotel situation, oh my god, the worst thing ever. Sardines, uh, sardine in a, in a can con, what? Yeah, no, 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 line con. Line uh, con? I think it totally went over Boston, like, it has to be line con. Really? I heard Boston was the worst, and this can't, I don't know if I could, that can, I could even believe that um, Katsukon has been that horrible, but you're serious. Uh, were you in the line? No, or... I was not, and I'm probably happy that I was not. <laughs> you should be. Thankfully, I didn't have to stay in line, but my friends did, and so I kind of stood in line with them, and 
the worst experience ever. Like, so? I thought the line was just outside, like, from outside around the corner into the building. Right. They actually let them into, like, the garage basement. And then there was, like, <laughs> another line down there, like, snail, like, swirled lines. It was horrible. Wow, that sounds really strange. I mean, how long, okay, how long was the line in general? Like, how long did it take for everyone to get their their, um, their badges? I probably can't say for everyone, but I think my friends took about a good six, seven hours. Ouch. Ooh. Yeah, they didn't get to do anything Friday. Like, we got there Friday, like two o'clock and I didn't think they did anything until like 10 so what wow nope I never want to ever have to endure anything like that in any con that is too ridiculous I agree and pretty much what did they say the cause of that Mm, I think they just blame it on the whole like max uh, capacity thing no you know that no I'm sorry. I don't believe it. You don't believe it, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. Look at Otakon. Otakon has a cap of 22,000, but I got my badge in less than 20 minutes. Yeah, they're more um, efficient. <laughs> and organized. So, um, yeah. So, if you guys plan to have a big con and you guys plan to move it, did they move it to a different location? They are going to move it to a different location, actually. Well... Yeah. And I am waiting for hotel information to pop up. Um, I could tell you which hotel they're going to be at, I think. Um, next year, Katsukon is going to be at the Gaylord Hotel. I think. Yeah. So, just get a room there. <laughs> yeah, it's there, but they haven't announced anything about like what's going on. You know? Oh, and I just made a mistake. I said Katsukon 14. I meant Katsukon 15. My bad. No problem. But, God, it's, I think, I, I totally understand why Katsukon did it, but it's, it was just horribly managed. Honestly, I'd rather, I prefer that we, that they went back to the old hotel than going back to the, um, the other godforsaken hotel. Which one was, was it? The Omni Shoreham. Christ, on a stick. Uh. Well... I have to say, Omni doesn't want us anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the upper crust wants no more of the common folk. Bum, yeah, bum, bum. I mean, come on. Omni's known for, like, you know, political party convention kind of stuff, not anime con. We are a political party. We're an anime party. <laughs> if there was such party, I would be voting. There you go. But since there is no such party, we're definitely stuck. Exactly. Mm. I don't know. I would just have to say, I mean, well, besides that, I know, okay, so the lines are sucky. But there has to be something that that was good that came out of it. I mean, you know. Why is everybody so quiet? <laughs> You're trying to figure out what something good to come out of it. No. It's like easier said than done. Well, I was just thinking what was really, really good. Um, well. I took too long to figure that one out. Oh no, maybe we should play some music in the background. <gasps> I'll put some in. <laughs> oh yeah. So, 
I mean, other than that, I mean, there has to be, I mean, what about the gas store? Was there anything in particular that you guys found interested in? Anything that they did particularly different this year than what they had done last year? Besides, you know, the crappy hotel lines. They brought in the um, Valentine's Day ball, which had an hour wait time. Uh, don't even get me started on that. I had opted that they canceled the Saturday Night Rave and just let the ball just keep going. Yeah, nobody's going to stop the rave. I don't know what you were thinking. I know. Maybe what Akon should do is have a separate ballroom for the ball and a separate ballroom for the rave. I mean... Well, you can't really say that because, you know, some hotels can't accommodate to that. They only have one big room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know what a rave is like. There's, like, no space there. And True. it's hot and it's crap. Yeah, and well, everyone's happy. Nobody's gonna want it to disappear or be canceled. Yeah. So, I mean, people be... have so much fun in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a point on that. I'm not saying. Well, I did say cancel it, yeah, but yeah, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> just they just need better scheduling of events, pretty much. Or, or even better, if the staff could actually be there on time and get things rolling. Yeah, that would actually be somewhat helpful. I heard, you know, things like that really help to the point where nobody really has to complain about anything. Yeah, I mean, some some cons, like, really, you don't see anything going wrong. Everyone's enjoying, everyone's on time. Like, it's great, but Katsukon this year really wasn't that. Uh. It's sort of like this. Hey, let's go back to the old hotel. Let's do it this way. What's the worst that can happen? Uh Friday. Holy shit. Hmm? Oh, by the way, I don't know. Going back to the line thing, I'm sorry. Um, Go on, on, yeah. The people who didn't register at all and came to the hotel to register got their badges before people who (laughs) pre-registered. Wow. Because there were so many people who pre-registered and there were only like a handful of people who just came and was like lucky enough to get a badge. Hmm, I wonder what decided to bring them out that decision then. I guess they wanted to get them out the way, but priority definitely wasn't in your favor, which kind of sucks. Yeah, I kind of wish, uh, I don't know if this is even possible for Katsukon to do, but um, send the badges out, like when you register. Mm-hmm. It might be a hell of a lot um, easier. <laughs> They tried that with one convention. It didn't work. Really? Yeah, they tried it at ASIN a couple of years ago. Oh. Yeah, and a friend of mine who was in charge of the registration, he told them not to do it, but they went ahead and did it. People did not get their badges until maybe like the, the two days before the con to like two days after the con. Wow. He ended up he ended up taking the fall for that, even though it was not his idea. Well, that's pretty ridiculous. That really is. Wow. So, all in short, what I've learned from Katsukon is cons can be pretty complicated. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> but other than that, I mean, some good came out of it. I think. You think? Oh, oh no! Yeah. Like um, I enjoyed the the masquerade skits. Well, some of them. 
See, I didn't go to the masquerade, so you can just really tell us. What you, no, I didn't go. What? It's gotten to the point where when there's a masquerade going on, I do something that's very important. I go have dinner. Oh, wow. Well, dinner is very important, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, this. I think Katsukon this year had some really great skits. Like, I really liked the, the winner, the Pokemon skit. That really brought out, like, old-time memories, childhood. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> that was wow. a lot of fun. Hmm. Did you see it? Did anyone see it? I actually didn't go to the con this year, and this surprisingly. Um, I ended up being sick. <laughs> and everyone knows about Kuro and being sick. Yes, we need to set up an email address. KuroSakiGetWell.com or something. <laughs> Basically, like, um, one day I'm just going to be on the podcast and I'll be quarantined in some little bubble. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been pretty bad. But, uh... <laughs> but either way, either way, I mean... I mean, what about the guests? Has was there any good, you know, guests that have? Um, was Christina Valenzuela in that con? Christina V. Christina. Yeah, she was there. I'm only asking because I know her somewhat personally. So really, um, I, yeah, ah. I'm not really sure. On Voice Acting Alliance, and I, I'm pretty sure that's how she got a little bit of her start. Of course, she was, she had done um other things. And I didn't get to talk to her that much, but um, we had done some um, unofficial fandoms together. But wow. um, being that, um, you know, do the legal rights and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Oh. What happened? I think she got cut. She's been having some type of internet connection issues lately, so yeah, she got dropped. So, uh, all right. Let me see if I can bring her back in. I right, see that. All right. I mean, overall, I think was this first time that Katsukan had a ball? Yeah, it was their first time, and I think a lot of people were asking for it since it was around Valentine's Day. I mean. Definitely, definitely a plus for them, for, I guess, like, all the couples or all the singles, whatever, who wanted to Mm -hmm. go dance and crash the party, whatever. But it was, you know, Valentine's Day, very special, and there were a lot of people who came as a couple, and there were some great cosplayers who did, like, couple characters, OTPs, and I Mm -hmm. loved that. That That actually was great, seeing them. Indeed, um, you know, um, you know, Kami Mike, right? I'm not so sure. Uh, he also did, you know, Wolfen, um, Wolfenstein from Tri. He did his version of Wolfwood, Wolfenstein, Wolfwoods. Oh, I, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I had to borrow his dress jacket just to just to get into the ball. Yeah, they were actually checking at the door, which I was very surprised. Yeah, I mean, I've done balls before where I just go in as my naval as naval Barrett and it was okay, but they're like, "Oh, you need a jacket." I was like, "Well, damn!" I got in, and um, and I gave it back to him. And no one said anything. Yeah, I think they were just checking at the door, but they were very strict. Like I, I was actually behind some people, and they were mm-hmm. being turned away because like they had the wrong type of shoes. 
wrong type of color socks. I don't know. Like they were just being turned away and I felt so bad. You ever watched the Boondocks? Yes. It's like that one episode Return to King. I'm not getting in with them shoes on. <laughs> it it was definitely something <laughs> something like that. But you know, the line was pretty long. And for some people to wait in that long line and get rejected at the end, it was like a double mm. punch in the face. Indeed. All right, now, hold on. I'm going to have to kill this call and rebring everybody back together, okay? Okay, go ahead. All right, all right. Let's... All right, now, where did we left off about Katsukon? Are we done ranting or we got more stuff? I don't know. I think we're done. I think we're pretty good. <laughs> We talked about voice actors, we talked about the line, we talked about the sucky hotel, talked about the vent. Yeah, I think we pretty much covered all of it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, not for nothing. As much as we bitch about conventions, we still go. Because there's that glimmer of hope that it'll be better than next year. And nine times out of ten, it generally is. Okay. Okay. Manga next is not is not it does not apply. Oh to my this. god, manga next! Don't no, don't no, no, don't no. even start. They're not even. There is no manga next this year, so. There really isn't. Nope, no manga next this year. Because it wasn't very popular. I have no idea. Well, I think it's the fact that you know having a con in Jersey during the school semester. Around Halloween. Not a good idea. Well, Halloween is fine, but. Uh, I, a lot of people are in Jersey in general. I thought the, the convention was fine where it was at the uh, Crown Plaza because it was pretty packed, more or less. Then again, it is a manga-based convention, so you're probably not going to get as many people to show up. That's true. But it's like a, you know, a sister con with Anime Next, so mm-hmm. if people know about Anime Next and they know about Manga Next, I kind of expected everyone who was at Anime Next to be at Manga Next. Nah, you got a point there. Uh, that's not always particularly the case either. Maybe the name is deceiving. I don't know. <laughs> well, I would like to see it come back, though, because I do I have fun. I think it could have some, a little bit a uh, bit of an improvement um, in terms of, I mean, expanding the manga base. Yeah, that's great and all, but I think it was, I think it was a, I think it was missing a couple of things. Like, my personal gripe is that um, I'm a very big karaoke person, and they did not really expand karaoke as well as I'd like, and it made me kind of upset. Well, karaoke is more like anime, I guess, so I don't know. They had a contest, but it was really kind of weird. I do like... What do you mean weird? What do you mean um, weird? I think, personally, they should have just had a karaoke, like... Had a contest? Like, just karaoke and not a contest. I really don't think they should have had a contest. It was kind of out of whack anyway. <laughs> it really was. I can't explain it. Now, there are a couple of things. I mean, even though it is a manga con, the manga still, you know, provides elements, you know, that anime did. I mean, there's still going to be some roots of culture that shows that exist in the manga that they could have expanded. Um, video games are still there. Um what else? They're just... I, I really don't know how to further explain it. It's, it's its a personal preference. And I think they could have expanded, maybe brought out more, a little bit more of um, manga artists. Maybe they will, you know, consider that when they do another 
Um, like bring a bring an artist, like a Japanese artist. Yeah. 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 I wanted to suggest um, Ben Dunn for manga next, as he is considered the godfather of American manga, because his series uh, Ninja High School was pretty much the very first American manga that ever came out. And that series has been running since like 84, 85. Wow. That I did not know. Yeah, that, I didn't know that either. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the thing is, though, a lot of, I don't know, but I'm a big cosplayer, and personally, I love the new hotel that they just moved into with the big lawn. Mm-hmm. Do you really? I hate that you just don't you hate the fact of how far you have to travel to get there and there's no really nothing if it's it's a very big inconvenience for people that don't have cars now you know in terms of food you either have to pay expensive prices in the hotel or you have to find your way to some other place it took us like 15 20 minutes just to get to the to the local grocery store just to get food so wow. in terms of location it's a bit of an inconvenience well, I yeah, have. Oh, go ahead, Mama. I'm sorry, but um, I have a bit of a story. When when Anime Next came into Westchester, God forbid someone from Shoujo Con listened to me. So, when <laughs> Anime Next was up at the Right Town Hilton, people were asking where do you get food, and I'm telling everybody, take take Route 100, take it straight out, stay in the middle lane, just just stay on the local, just stay local. Keep driving. You'll pass a stop and shop on your right hand side. You can't miss it. People they missed, missed it. it. Yeah. They like I ended up over Did you get on this road? Yeah. I told you stay on the local on the local roads. Stay on the local road. You can't miss it. Well, the thing is nowadays, like a lot of places like deliver yeah. to hotels. So mm-hmm. I'm sure some like I'm sure the Manga Next or Anime which is now the Anime Next Hotel, mm-hmm. you could probably just ask them, like, do you guys have any delivery, like, menus or anything? I'm sure they'll be happy to provide, which I did. Yeah. <laughs> Generally, they you will find them when they get there, like, in stacks. But um, I remember I used to go to Animazement all the time. I was used to getting in the car with a bunch of people driving a half a mile down the road for food, you know? I totally agree. I I don't drive out, but I like walking around the local exactly. community mm-hmm. and looking it's around the food. Suburban, it's like yeah. so. Again, you, you gotta sometimes think about the location too. Like when I go to Otakon, I take my griddle with me, and I take like pancake batter and like piece of bacon and mm-hmm. bread and everything, and I cook in the room. Yeah, for. For Otakon this year, we're at the Tremont, so we have a full kitchen. So whoever's staffing rooms, if you can, they're pretty much saying in the email, if you can cook, be our guest, you know? Whatever food you need, we'll get it. All I know is I'm not so sure if I'm going to Otakon yet, Mm -hmm. but I did get a hotel uh, room at the new Hilton that they just built, Mm -hmm. and they have a full, like, breakfast. Yeah. So I'm just going to go down and pack as much muffins and bagels into my bag as possible. <laughs> there you go. That'll be my food for today. Now you want, Now you got me wanting to watch This Is Otaku Dumb again. I love that. Oh, my God. It's That's great. I don't know what that is. I feel a little oh my God. Uh, what? 
You gotta be kidding me. She hasn't seen. It. I have to make her a copy. This is a talk. No. This is okay, a talk. Of, it's a fan parody of going to Otakon in the stylings of Kodocha, Fushigi Yugi, Transformers, Dragon Ball Z, Trigon, and a bunch of other animes put together. It's amazingly hilarious. Yes. Yes. All right. So says the girl. <laughs> I will. I will honor your judgment. <laughs> You have yeah. to see, I mean, I saw it with a group of friends, and we were just laughing hysterically. We watched it, I think, like a day before my first Otakon. And wow. that even made it better. I was like, really? Is this what my Otakon is going to be like? Really? And it, like, was. <laughs> that was the best. And I just found the download torrent for the Sizzle Takudon. There's a torrent for it? Yeah. Oh my god. I'm going to download and stream just my 360 later. Okay, I'll watch it. I don't see why not. Yeah, if you like Fishigi Yugi, which is like almost 80% of the whole thing, you'll watch it. Which I've never actually seen in my entire life. Why? You really have to get me to watch some type of anime that I find interesting. If if that anime is more like a shoujo romance, I probably won't watch it. Yeah. Ooh, if it's action, action, I'm into action comedy. Um, I mean, I do tend to cross on the romance a little bit. And Peach Girl was my first manga, and that's why I would watch it. But like, if it were to be something like Nana, which I have not watched or have not pushed myself into watching it, as much as the good stuff I've heard about the series, I really have not brought myself to watch that series. Mm. And I'm not saying I won't watch it. Um, I actually started. Uh, I bought um Sayonara, Setsubu, um, Setsubu Yeah, I just bought that recently because they had it uh, the manga, in um. Yes, they have the manga in Borders. I just bought it recently, and I love it. <laughs> I watched the first couple of episodes. It's funny as hell. Yeah, so I was like. <laughs> it's a story about a depressed teacher who wants to commit suicide and wait, right? Yep. Yeah, and he yeah. and he attracts like negativity. It's so funny because then, he... but then it's so heartwarming <laughs> at the same time. Exactly. So I mean, I heard about it. I saw a clip on YouTube some time ago, and I was like, "Well, we," because and then I ended up finding the manga. I was like, "Let me read it," and I absolutely love it. So. Um, with the manga being, you know, licensed and issued, I'm pretty sure the anime should come out. I just don't really know who would license it. And I'm thinking it could be either Bandai or Funimation. I'm not really sure how Viz may license it if they do, but it seems like Funimation is grabbing up everything, including Ogenion titles. They also picked up um, all of CPM's stuff. Yeah. yeah. I heard that um, there's this. One anime that that had just recently got revived, and I'm trying to remember the name. I think it's called Dark Side Blues. Mm. It's very old. It's just by the same um, producers of Vampire Hunter D, but I think I remember. Oh. Yeah. But. Well, I, I don't know about you guys, but I think Funimation has been doing a better job. Better job than before so i can't really complain but oh i'm not I, complaining at yeah. all 
I'm still st- sticking to the um, subtitles. As am I. You don't mind. <laughs> so, my thing is this. I appreciate the fact that Funimation, Anime News Network, they're doing the whole online streaming thing. That's cool. That's fine. But I have a bit of a short of attention span. I'm not going to sit here for like 30 minutes and watch this on my itty-bitty 19-inch LCD screen. I'd rather download the episode, go in the living room, fire up the 360, watch it on my glorious 32-inch TV, and lounge on the couch while having chips, drink, and a soda, which I'm going to do right after this podcast. But you can't go online and watch shit like on your 360 i don't really have a game console so who 360 hat you could stream and download stuff through xbox live but no web browsing like the wii or the ps3 okay um interrupt the news Mm -hmm. i think like final destination is a bite off (laughs) <laughs> because mm. now they have a, I didn't even know they have a new Final Destination movie but now they have it in 3D <laughs> oh that's not even I want to get killed in 3D that's great <laughs> oh you talking about My Bloody Valentine yeah oh no well that was the first one that came out in 3D and now Final Destination is doing it kill yourself I gotta search for this I gotta search for this Really? I just happen to, I'm actually going on my Kuro Sagi's page on MySpace. Mm-hmm. And that's what I found it. Wow. Sorry, that, that movie was a lot of fun. Um, That's not my cup of tea. Even though I like horror movies, actually, it it, it more like plays on my fear of dying. And that's, you know, mm. I've actually had nightmares in terms of dreams like that. So my spe- uh, final destination wasn't really... Like the movie that I really liked, um, I did watch it and it didn't really bother me afterwards. It was just really weird. So, oh my god, and they have another Twilight movie? No. Yeah, they're doing three. Yeah, I just Wait, see a picture movie? of the trailer. I see a picture of the um, um, Twilight. It's called New Moon. I didn't know that was the next movie. Oh, they already have a preview for it. Wow. I don't know what's it wrong was, with these people. They, I think that guy is mad ugly. They show yeah, they show I the agree. Yeah, they show the trailer at MTV Music Awards. Oh really I care. changed the channel. I listened to Orange Lounge Radio and stayed in my room. I'm just Good like job. No. No thanks. I really could care less. I've never read Twilight. I think the guy's freaking ugly. Yeah, I think they picked the wrong guy to play the wrong role. We actually have a shirt that art that we sell from Aardvark Tees that says "Vampires don't sparkle." <laughs> Vampires oh, can't sparkle. Too. What are you talking about? If you if you watch the movie, you kind of understand. Okay, I just think uh, I will just never get over his. Is he looks like every time you see him in a picture, he looks like he's. He's he's high. Um, I'm sorry. He really does. I think it's because he is. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. That's all I gotta but, say. Just wow. Anyways, I think we should get away from this topic. Yeah. Why don't we just take a break and then when we after the break we talk about um the articles in today's tonight's podcast. Um, we have. 
martial arts actor David Carradine passing away. Uh, live action Blood, The Last Vampire. And hentai games being banned in Japan. Well, not particularly banned, but some has, so. Yeah, so. Ban, whatever way you put it. But. A particular genre of hentai has been mm-hmm. sort of banned. Yeah. And I'm totally fine with it, but I don't know about you guys. It depends on which point of view you you ask me, so... I really don't really... I honestly... I mean, which one are we doing first? Actually, even before we step into the hentai, I really think we should pay our respects to David Carradine because that guy was so awesome in Kill Bill and I'm so sad. Like, Wait, really? Let's, why don't we just take a quick break first? No! That... No! <laughs> <laughs> Kuro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> because you always do this when I start getting all passionate. You're like, okay, Kuro. Um, I'm just going to take a break because, you know... I said before, let's take a break. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. It's like, did he really say that? off for a second, and we'll be back. Yeah. (laughs) I know, like, you jerk, you're such a jerk. Okay, I guess we'll be right back, guys.
ら話せばよいのやらママホースシャンプーママてめえ何しやがら人呼んで不倫館高校の青いイカズチ説明してもらおうガランマ君
Now that we've more or less refreshed ourselves, let's dig... What? You? What? No, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad you refreshed yourself. You know, do you know how hot it is in here? I got the door closed while I'm recording. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm pretty sure that's what you meant. <laughs> oh, Christ, on a cracker. Yeah. <sighs> Anywho. So anywho, like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. before I was rudely interrupted by you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, David Carradine passed away at the age of seventy-two. Really bad. Very. Okay. And to think, uh, you know, do you guys remember that TV show that he was he was doing? Um, Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. That was really. How old was I when I watched that? I don't even remember. It came out during the 90s. I could look it up real quick. Okay. Sorry, guys. Immigrant here. I wouldn't mm. know such a thing. <laughs> You've never seen... Okay. And what about... Well, everyone knows him, basically, in terms of that, because he was always... He he, he did Kill Bill as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I know him. I think he was amazing in Kill Bill. Here we go. Here. Kung Fu Legend came out in 92. But he was also, there was a TV series back in 1970 called Kung Fu. Kung Fu, but which I've never seen, but I've just seen, you know, the the other version. Mm-hmm. I do know the original Kung Fu is on DVD. I don't know about the, about the follow-up series, so. But the thing was how he actually passed away was kind of strange. Um, <sighs> what do you call strange? He was found dead in Thailand um, Thursday last week it looked like he hung himself which is weird because he was in the middle of recording um, you know filming for a different movie or 
something along the lines of that. Yeah, I was actually reading that article and I, I was like really surprised to see that. Well, um, I was talking about it on Twitter and it's like it's it's like exploding all over Twitter. Some of my friends on Facebook were talking about it, but um. I got an interesting direct message from a friend of mine in regards to it because I made a real silly joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said back, dude, they found him in a closet and he was naked and he was said to have rope around his neck as well as other parts of the body. Yeah. I think somebody did it. Auto erotic <laughs> asphyxiation? No. That's what well, it sounds like to me. Well, you know, we're never going to, well, yeah. not never. We're not going to find out anytime soon unless the government cooperates and, you know, get the whole thing done. But as far as how they found him, that's how they found him. Mm-hmm. I thought he just, I thought, I when I first heard, I thought it was like he just had a he, like heart attack or something like that. Then I read the article. I'm like, hung what? himself. Wait, what? Yeah. And now this was- pops up. I'm like. I he guess hung himself with a sense. curtain cord, but there was no sign that he was assaulted. So, yes, it does. It does give you the impression that yeah, he really did kill himself. But it was. Mm-hmm. But he he didn't really seem like the type. Exactly. I mean, yeah. every time I saw him in like an interview or on a movie screen, like he was so lively and awesome that. I don't know. It's just so sad. We lost another great actor. Very. And I didn't even know he was that old. Uh, actually, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I thought the man was in his 50s. He looked good for his age. Very. I guess, you know, we can't turn back time. And... Mm-hmm. <sighs> so sad. Wow. And There's something I, I just... Hey, go on, go on. I'm sorry. No, I was just looking at it on... Um... Anime News Network, and mm-hmm. it had said like he would love to be in anime because he's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh. <sighs> it is pretty. It is pretty depressing to hear, but um, definitely condolences to his family, and and you know, hopefully, uh, yes, as you guys said, we did lose a really. Well done, you know, great actor, and uh, it's just to tell you that time, time is going, time has been going so unbelievably, to me it's been going fast, in terms of what, like, look, I was, honestly, I was thinking of Will Smith, I I was telling my friend, man, I'm gonna be so sad when he gets older, the guy's already, how old is he now, like, close to his 50s, or getting there, is he getting there? Oh, Will Smith? Oh, Will Smith. Now, he's like in his late 30s, early 40s. No way. Who cares? He's, he's getting there. He's, he's probably, getting... a, I think he's no, probably a few years older than me. You? I don't yeah. know how old you are. I just turned 31. Oh. No, I have a feeling Will's pretty old. Mm. But um, here's something I discovered. Uh, anyone here seen uh, The Goonies? Yes, it seems that one of the characters in the Goonie, Goonies, Steph Steinbrenner, who who who's played by Martha Plimpton, is David Carradine's uncle. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting to yeah. hear. And I, that's have, for, I have to say, I haven't heard that movie title in so long. Goonies. Mm-hmm. Memories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will Smith is um. 
he will be turning 41 this year. So he's okay, he's still young. Yeah. yeah. Good. It's a little. It's a I little. don't know. Like, yeah. nowadays, when I watch, like, his recent movies, I keep thinking back to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking how young he looked then, and then now how old he is. It's like, his <laughs> movies are so much more serious compared to, you know, he's come a long way. And he has wonderful kids, and, you know, he's just going through, doing so well for himself, you know. Mm-hmm. And there was rumors floating around for a while that he was getting into Scientology. Oh, no. <laughs> it, well, I, I will cry. His wife is in it, something like that. Really? That's what I, I hear. I don't remember but... what it is anymore. I really don't. That's the best way to think about it. Not to try to understand it. <laughs> Scientology is weird. Just Very. To that, it's just weird. Hmm. That's too bad. Oh, well. I was never interested in it in the first place, so. I don't even know much about it, but I think, I think, I, I think I'd rather be ignorant at the, in this case. Oh, okay. I mean, do you know what it is in general? What is it? I forgot, to be honest with you. You asking me, or? Yes, I'm asking you. Who else would I be asking right now? I don't know. What was the question? I zoned out for a split second. Do you know what Scientology is? <laughs> oh, uh, I think it's like some half-baked religion where you it's all science and nature-based or something like that. In other words, see Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks a lot. I would rather not, but okay. Mm, sorry. Thank you for answering my unanswered question. Do you want me to the, the Wikipedia it? No, that's okay. I'll definitely try to find it on my own. Let's just move on, please. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We got here about Blood Last Vampire. We can cover that. Okay. Who wants right. to cover it today? Because I had my say. Here we go. Did you guys see hmm? it? It hasn't come out yet. It's going to be out no, in no, no. Uh, the, trailer. the trailer. No, I have not. I've seen the movie trailer, but I've not seen the first five minutes of the movie. I am looking forward to it because I did see the, theat- the animated film, and it was really nice. You know, I don't know that movie the, has... Is it, hmm? I'm not so sure if the anime is going to completely like be the same as the live action. You know how live action is. Yeah. yeah, but you notice that the live action is closer towards the original movie than it is with Blood Plus. Yeah, that's because, true. So, as far as I've seen in terms of the movie trailer, it does seem to follow, you know, the beginning especially follows the beginning of the original anime movie. I've seen the trailer and I actually really love it. The action scenes look great. They definitely exploit that um, the wireless kung fu type thing going on. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm 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 pretty much excited about this. I mean, it seems like a great summer movie, action and killing and blood. Yeah. It well, it great. definitely seems it's rated R, so you know it's not going to be a Dragon Ball movie. Oh, we will have we will have the Dragon Ball Evolution review coming up later. Let's not, please. God, horrible movie, by the way. I'll just see the thing. And a movie didn't even last like two weeks. I felt so. I didn't feel particularly bad. But I've been knowing, like, I wish, like, the WB had taken it. I've been stressing this for, like, the past couple of weeks. Wait, wait, wait. You wanted wanted to be Dragon Ball 90210? 
Didn't they do the Batman movie? That Who cares? Was... Anything would have been better than the Fox getting it. That's all I could say. That like was... Fox pretty much like dumbed it down to to like I I don't even know. Like it wasn't that movie was not meant for anybody. That movie was not meant for kids. I don't care if it was rated PG. That movie was definitely not meant for anyone. And I will further agree on um, Zach's review on this through Anime News Network because he did a review. Of course, mm-hmm. it was epic fail. I'm not, I'm going to say, the only thing I'm going to say, because I don't want to really stress myself too much on this, yeah. uh, I really did not hate the ca- the cast. I merely hated the storyline. I merely hated the clichéness, and I really yeah. wish that, like, the way, I heard that there were 12 scripts that before they finalized it to this one, so actually the first one was more original to the Dragon Ball franchise, rather and than the I final. I really wish I really wish they should have just stuck to it. I mean, come on. They were in, like, high school, and... and I didn't like, really care about the high school father thing. was, like, the the rich man on the block kind of thing. I'm well, like, technically, what that's... I would say that was probably equivalent to, you know, Ox King, like, being this big thing. But it's still... Dis- I don't really know, to be honest, what Chiji's character was when she was a teenager. I do remember her as a child. Uh... I don't Does think it, she ever really came on to the show as a teenager, except... Not in Dragon Ball, except for Get Married to Goku, I don't know. Yeah, I think that was like the only thing. She showed up out of nowhere and was like, I'm going to get married now. And, like, <laughs> okay. and like two scenes later, it was like she was really old with like three kids. Wow, so they really yeah. never played much on his and her relationship. That's kind of really... Yo, Goku got tricked. <laughs> yeah, Goku really did get tricked. Wow, so I just but, think it was too American cliche, and like honestly, I feel bad for the actors, but you know what? They had to put up with it and do the best they could, and I'm sorry to say, epic fail. <laughs> Can I say, I'll say this much about Dragon Ball. First off, it was Legendary Pictures that did Batman, so they would have to do it and then give it to WB, but. I understood what they were trying to get across as an evolution. That part I got. Uh, As a fan, I'm like, I kinda, what was this? Yeah. There were people in 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 the audience with us at the end. Of the movie, there was one brother screaming about how he wanted his money back, and I said to him, "Look, I saw Street Fighter the movie blinked, and I missed Ryu throwing the fireball, which was a flash of light on the screen, and I still want my 425 back." Oh, <laughs> I don't oh. really care. Like, if if I really did not want to see this movie, I would have like stopped watching it after the first twenty minutes because mm-hmm. I can already tell how we've gone down. But, but honestly, you have to say, you have to say, almost I'm sure, like most of the anime people had to go see it. They just went to see it for the hell of it, even if, people, if exactly. even if the trailer looked really stupid, they people, went to see it. And people just wanted to see it to bash it. Anyway, now, if I really was against this movie, I would not go to the theater. I would not download it. I, I would not care. I really would not waste my bandwidth downloading this movie either. So, <laughs> mm. being case in point, like, me being a... I wanted to see it for myself. Okay, and the movie sucked. I'm done. <laughs> like, it did not... People are like, oh, are you going to ruin Dragon Ball? Are you going to ruin Dra- Dragon Ball? But as far as I'm concerned, Dragon Ball has been here for almost... For over 10 years, 
what makes me think that one really crappy movie is going to affect my opinion or anyone's view of Dragon Ball when they know exactly what it is? So that is the only concept I will never understand. How people say, like, American movies will ruin anime. If you're really a good fan of the series, why would you think one thing would change such... I mean, it could... Pro- well, I don't think this movie increased Dragon Ball's popularity. It probably may have. Maybe people want to know about it. And then, hey, you really think this movie sucks? Well, you should watch the original show. It's so much better. So, you know... I think, in an odd way, it does technically increase your fan base. I mean, what if the people saw it and didn't even want to do anything with it afterwards because it sucks so bad? I like, didn't really care. <laughs> well, they're supposed to be doing two more movies, so... Yeah, yeah I based heard. on international sales, which I really do not understand that. And this is kind of why like, I wish somebody else took the movie. I'm just like... No, no. I, I've heard something about how like in Japan, people like just walked out. They did. They walked out. But the fu- and I, I'm wondering what they're saying about the whole international thing myself. Like, where are they making this money? I don't know. I mean, they really have to take the film to like a third world country that doesn't even have a movie and just show it to or them. Maybe and do or maybe give it the rights. Take it to a country that's never heard of Dragon Ball, you know? Exactly. Or like, give up the rights. Please just give up the rights and give it to somebody else. Like, you guys screwed Watchmen. You guys got mad because Watchmen did so much better than you guys thought. <laughs> I, I I will tell you this much. I found, this was on Twitter. This was either off the Funimation feed or the the Anime Network feed. But Dragon Ball Evolution debuted number one in Korea. Well, oh, duh! God. Like, of course, the movie Korea. was being so much hyped. It's hyped up, so it was number one in different different countries. But well, like, like the first day, duh. But after that, like you think about it, like. Later on, yeah, it's going to drop down. Who cares about the first day? Like, I really don't care. Uh, I mean, when I read that, I was like, what? I I was like, I don't know. What? I had to sit there and and think about that. I had to sit there and think about that. Hey, I have a Korean friend. Don't say that. (laughs) Hey, I'm Korean. Mary, Mary Chan, you're just as crazy as the rest of us. Oh, my God. It's Korean. It's crazy. Okay, then I exclude my friend out of this. No, coming coming from a Korean person, I have to agree. Koreans are crazy. <laughs> well, and, not you know. Go on. I I, I mean, I totally understand why you know that movie might have been number one in Korea with all the hype and everything. But Dragon Ball has been like a big anime thing, in, you know, in Asia because, back in the days when anime first came out, it's like. It's like Japan, the big anime country, and right next to it is Korea. So we were definitely in- influenced by it. So can't be helped, I guess. No, mm. uh, like I need they need to either not make any more movies or give up the rights to somebody that actually like can work, like how they are doing with Blood the Last Vampire. As you can see, that movie is rated R. As you can see, they're not going to really cut much out. That's not related to the storyline. And it's not even directed. I mean, it was taking place in Hong Kong. But the director or the producer is not... I don't believe he's Asian. I think he's American. Well, y'all should have hoped that this movie did good. Because you do realize Fox does have Cowboy Bebop. (laughs) Yeah, I I heard that they were working directly with Sunrise. So I don't know. Well, apparently there's a lot of live actions coming out. I don't know if they're rumors or they're true, but they're just a lot. Like one of them you just mentioned, Cowboy Bebop. The Voltron? other one that I love is um, uh, 
the melancholy. Of Haruhi Suzumiya? Yeah. In Japan? Definitely can't be in America yet. I would no, have to... I heard, I heard that the main character, uh, what's her name? Melancholy? Haruhi? Yeah. Haruhi's going to be um, played by uh, Miley. Miley Cyrus? Yeah. God, no. I don't actually, I don't really I care about, I don't really care about if Miley Cyrus plays Haruhi, but I will say that I really don't believe that article. Well, I... <laughs> Haruhi just came out, like, just recently, and a lot of anime that they're, that they're remaking is actually quite well, old. The thing is, they're looking for popularity, not how old the anime is. Mm-hmm. And going by popularity, uh, Haruhi was... is definitely up there. Yeah, but... Isn't wasn't it popular prior to the show being licensed? So I don't know how they can do it. If Miley Cyrus does play Haruhi, I I really don't know. I mean, she is the right age, but I really can't think of anybody that could play Haruhi unless she's. I really, if I can think of anybody in America, I can't really think of. Any. I don't know why they pick. I just think Miley Cyrus is a big fat rumor. I think somebody stuck their names because they did the same thing in terms of um. There's going to be, they had a thought about of the live action Full Metal Panic, where they, everyone was saying that um, the, the main character for High School Musical was going to, you know, voice, do yeah. one of the characters. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. But he admitted that was a rumor. Like, he never actually agreed to it or that's, anything like that. That's so. because he's doing, he's going to be in the live action Death Note movie. How do you know yeah. that? Everyone was making a big stink about that, too. When, when did they make that official? That's what I was hearing. Now, I'm also yeah, okay. hearing this it's from a... another source that right now, Viz is shopping around for Naruto and Bleach. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. I don't believe that. No. <sighs> I, I really don't believe that. How are you going to make a live-action Naruto? Naruto is so complicated. I really think if they're going to make movies, please do not, like... I mean, there's so many movies of One Piece, Shin-Chan, Naruto, I mean... Dragon Ball. Bleach, like, Bleach, I can see. Bleach. Naruto, oh, I don't think about it though. You gotta oh. really think about it with the the graphic and everything nowadays. I I feel like anything is possible. Mm-hmm. I don't. Apparently, I've been proved wrong when I think of you know Dragon Ball. It was not my 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 hopes was not rewarded. <laughs> so I don't know. It really depends on who's handling it. It really does. I mean, and right I now, mean, have you seen any of the anime musicals? Come on. Oh my god, it's so funny, Sailor Moon. Bleach, like, Bleach a musical. Oh my god, that was making me laugh so hard. I was like, I did not expect Bleach to have a musical. But Princess Tennis, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sailor Moon, ah. (laughs) But but Bleach was kind of like... There's also... There's the new one. Objection. Yeah, Phoenix Wright. I was just like, what? And I heard it was all played by a female cast. Yeah, it's the Takarazuka. Um, no thanks. <laughs> it's really funny though. <laughs> I I believe that. I, I... So you know, <sighs> any, any, seriously, anything could come out of Japan. That's our, <laughs> you know, learning. Yeah. There's a lot of live action in Japan anyway. So like, if they do an English version, that's why I'm not really particularly like making a big deal out of it. Because um, because they do changes in, in live action, too. Just like in animes, when a manga is revived into an anime series, sometimes they do make changes. Like, of course, Sailor Moon had its changes. Um, 
what else? Sketcher can actually didn't have much changes at all. I mean, I don't know about Sayuki or Tenchimuyo or, you know, shows or um, as some shows are based on video games as well. So uh, if, if there's a live action, I'm, I don't know. Like, I really feel mixed about it some it just it just in general any live action show could do well or suck remember pretty guardian sailor moon oh, oh wow did you well, ever see you that? that way though yeah i did i have it on my computer right now <laughs> i really yes. honestly the first time i saw it i was like oh my god sailor moon is a plushie that made me laugh so hard <laughs> but think about it that's like japanese standard of what live action is for Americans to actually understand what this is, like, if you're not an anime fan and you watch a live action, it could be, like, a really good thing or a really bad thing. Yeah, and so... Personally, after watching the Dragon Ball Evolution trailer, I was like, this is crap. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that online, but I was it's like, okay. God. God, it was horrible. But then, after watching The Blood, The Last Vampire, I was like, this could actually be good. I'm not so sure, but the action, the action seemed pretty good. I don't know if I agree with, you know, the whole Korean actress playing the role. I don't know okay, how yeah. she would do. I think they do that a lot, though, in terms of, like, switching. I don't know if it's their concept that all Asians look alike, which is definitely not the case. But Well, the thing is, the, char- the, the Korean actress that's playing the main character... She's, like, really well-known in Asia. She's, like, an Asian world star kind of thing. So I agree why they used her. And I think, like, I read an article recently in the Korean newspaper saying how the director and, I guess, the maker, the producer, like, praised her so much. Like, I think the director said she's, like, the only person who could have pulled that off. And I was like, really? Really? Like, I'm going to have to see the movie to see if that's true. Well, definitely going to see it. But I'm wondering, because, of the, you know, the way, the difference between live action from what I saw in the um, the movie, I'm wondering if that chick, the, you know, her, she seems similar to D.Va. Her, the um, antagonist. If you've seen the trailer, it's one girl. She reminds me of D.Va, so I think that could be, like, the live action version because her name is definitely not the same. So if anybody has if you haven't seen it yet, you could go, you know. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's coming out during the summer, so hopefully it'll be a good summer. I believe it's whatever. Is it come out in July? It's July. Yeah. I don't know. It just says all I know it's coming out this summer and I'm just like kind of excited for it. Yeah, I hope so, too. Okay, shall we get to our last topic and then kind of wrap things up? Yeah, because i got to go to bed. Yeah, and i got to... Hey. (laughs) I actually was able to get home early tonight, okay? I was home all night, so... Yeah, me too. Well, I had to work, and luckily we had three people closing, which means I was able to get out at 8 o'clock. But, um, okay, we got this article here. J Industry Group agrees on rape game ban on Tuesday. So, Hiroyuki Kano... I'm sorry. (laughs) 
Hiroyuki Kano, the chairman of the erotic game maker Abel, reports in his company blog that the Ethics Organization of Computer Software, EOCS, industry group, has decided in an emergency meeting on Tuesday to ban Ryojoku K rape games, although the exact parameters of the ban are still to be determined. The controversy stemmed from criticism of the Illusion Software Company's Rapelay game for its depictions of forcible sexual assault. The Yomiri Shinbun paper reported last week that the ruling Liberal Democratic Party, LDP, had formed a team to study the situation for possible government restrictions. Despite the English connotations of its name, the LDP is a conservative faction in Japan. About 100 people from various game companies attended the EOCS meeting on Tuesday, including visual arts president Takahiro Baba, AIL heads Takahiro Morita, and former studio ego head Kazuya Yamamoto. Kano was one of the industry figures who downplayed a Thursday television report that prematurely announced a ban. Kano removed his Friday blog comments on the television report before the meeting and then edited and reposted the comments. Uh, So, what what are your guys' thoughts? Okay. Thoughts? As some of you know, I work in a dealer's room. If I'm not pushing shirts for one table, I'm selling shirts and hentai games at another booth. I mean, I enjoy hentai games just as much as the next person. But I am not too fond of hentai games where it's along the lines of rape or forcible sexual assault. But on the sale side of where you have to make money, it's a bit of a bad thing. That's one less of a title to make a profit off of. That sounds really bad, though, too. <laughs> what you just yeah. said sounds I know, pretty... I know. I know it sounds bad, but you gotta think about everybody has to make money one way or another. If this That's game was not come out and it was like a popular seller, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. knowing this company, we they would pick up the rights, translate it, send it to us to sell it. It's like money is money. Yeah, but it doesn't need to be rape. It could be some True. other hentai. Any hentai could do. Mm-hmm. And luckily for all the guys out there, this ban is only towards, you know, rape and not every, anything else, or at least at this point. So Actually, and also the really weird part of this whole thing even though I don't condone that behavior, period, there are a lot of other really weird things that are out there. So, now I'm, I am so serious. Like, for example, I really, really hate Lolly. I really cannot stand it. But <laughs> it's catered for an audience that are into it. There are people that are into, you know, S&M, bondage. There are so many sorts of things that people are into that I would pretty much find either disturbing or, like, WTF. So, if you're going to start to do something like that, because everything else is pretty much degrading, you might as well start moving forward. So, now you're going to have people that complain. Honestly, the only reason I'm not really making, even though I feel that it is somewhat degrading, and it makes me wonder, like, you know, why? Along the same sense, not I'm not really thinking of it as much as a market approach. I'm more thinking of if people cannot prove the fact that this actually leads to the behavior, then honestly, it's not affecting me whether it gets sold or not. I don't really know if people are worried that 
this is how they feel like Japanese women are in general because I believe that this has pretty much been like this for some quite some time now before they started you know I I really don't know I mean the uh, as far as any violence level in in Japan I mean they make crazy movies and all sorts of mm-hmm. things and you see you know I remember Grand Theft Auto being a big deal because you know it was supposed to be um, people are thinking that it would promote like crime but crime has always been there no there's no way GTA could have been related to the shootings in Columbine or uh, the only thing I've ever heard actually in terms of Grand Theft Auto was um, the guy in in Thailand that was trying to see you know if it would be the same thing and he actually managed to kill a taxi driver and I'm not really gonna say it's influence. I just think people, there's people who knows between right and wrong and they know what to do. And I really feel like even if you take this away, it's not really going to make a difference. Well, I think the thing is, I guess you have to see it from both sides. And the people are going to argue like, well, if you take this rape thing away, then, you know, if you think that rape, playing rape games is going to make people into rapists why not like what about all the violent games aren't they going to make people violent right but the problem i think is like vi- i guess you can't really differentiate between violent and rape they kind of go hand in hand and or right. they happen together or whatever but it it's just not right it just doesn't seem right at least to me and oh i definitely agree i i don't particularly like things like that <laughs> I don't like violent games, shooting games either. <laughs> personally, personally, I think this was kind of like a a fuel on a fire kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know about this, but uh, apparently in Japan, they just came out with a new um, DS game. Mm-hmm. It's like you're the main guy character and you get points by raping people and you're trying to become like the best rapist. I have never heard of that. The- like, Isn't that rape? Is that rape play that I've been hearing about? No, this no, this no. Rape play is the one we just talked about in this article. Okay. Yeah, I think though, I think that DS game really put it because apparently this DS game wasn't labeled like R or over eighteen or anything like that. Mm-hmm. People and were anybody could have gotten it, gotten it. Like any kid could have played this game. And I think uh, you play with the the stylus. And you just like, if you're on a bus, you you decide what you want to do. So you say you want to go on a subway for that day. You go on the subway. And then with your stylist, you just kind of rub people. And then the more you do, you get more points kind of thing. And I think that kind of got really big. And then now it's kind of tapping in everywhere. Like with the well, whole I really don't stuff. care if that game has been banned, to be honest with you. <laughs> that well, particular it's not the fact... Yeah. It's not that, it's just, I think the whole, like, oh, like, now kids, like, what are kids going to learn from this and whatnot? And it's such a realistic storyline. It's not even, like, sometimes, like, fighting games, it doesn't have to be real. It it could be completely fantasy and whatnot, but rape games can be very, um like, personal or it's, like, anything that could happen. So I think that's even more of a, a problem. Mm-hmm. You have a point there, because this does remind me of the whole GTA Manhunt 2 debacle. 
it wouldn't surprise me that this is going on just to raise awareness and popularity of the game. It wouldn't surprise me that after this, this game is going to go back. They're going to retool it and just make more adjustments and more changes in order to make it a proper title to put out. But the yeah. thing is, you have games that are out, hentai games, where you have where you collect sex slaves and do things even far worse than that, which is okay. I'm not saying well, it's okay, but the, 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 I'm just saying in that game, it's okay to do that, and nobody's that really said anything setting. about it. Because they could be like something where it has monsters or weird type things like that. Well, so what if what if I'm not so sure how far they're gonna go with this whole rape game banned. But if they're gonna take away the whole aspect of rape, then like unconsensual sex should be completely taken out of the game, which means half the times, uh, in the hentai games, I guess the guy is not gonna get be able to go anywhere without you know asking the girl, and if the girl refuses, then oh well, it's gonna be a really nice hentai game. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know? me being uh, um, to be honest with Am you, am I taking I'm... it too far? No, no, no. No, honestly, what I'm what I'm thinking, I'm I am actually a female that that um, does have an interest in hentai, but I'm very limited to what I watch. Like, I really, I really can't stand watching like ones with schoolgirls, even though like, oh, they're deceptive over the age of eighteen, whatever. I don't believe that, but yeah, <laughs> things like that, and with with people, I prefer fantasy over like any realistic storyline. I think one that really disturbed me was um, Immoral Sisters. <laughs> I saw that. Is that the game? I think I saw that. They were like none of the. It was like with these two young girls, but none of them were related. Like oh. it was like a whole thing in terms of family, the whole family. But none of the when you find out, like none of the family is related. So like I was just like, wow, this. Despite you know. I, I I I was like okay, but like things like that or um Princess sixty nine oh my gosh like like things like that these are with younger looking. Girls. Well, all I could say is I have maybe only watched like one henta in my whole life, and that was with like friends making joke. But I know as a cosplayer, there are people, there are kids out there under the age of eighteen dressed up like, um. Bible Black? Black Bible? Yeah, Bible Black, yeah. Bible Black. And they're like, I'm just wearing a school uniform. I'm really cute. And I'm like, and like, my friends tell me that's from hentai. And I'm like, do you know what your kids are dressing as? God. Yeah, where do they, I mean, if they, that, I mean, don't, I would say if you don't know what you're dressing up as, please do the standard school uniform, even though it is shown in any like hentai or regular anime. Please, yeah. like, if you don't know where the costume comes from, don't wear it. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, a school uniform is a school uniform, but, like, but then again, like, you see, honestly, you see half of the characters are half naked and none of the shows are even hentai. They're just dressed up in that way. Look at Cutie Honey or, um, what's that but other I'm one? Sure Cutie Icky Honey was... Yeah, but those are all geared towards the adults, not for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't say, oh, anime is for kids. Like, you know, it's it's for... It, there, there are animes that are geared towards kids, and there are animes that are geared towards adults. But this sometimes things with TV shows in general, and people are still doing it, so I, I really can't... 
It's, it's an argument that I've been saying for the longest time, but I think it's falling on deaf ears. <laughs> mm. And shows that have, you know, like in terms of Tenchimio, definitely not really the show that has that I would consider for children, but they've had made it work on Country Network. It's been edited. Yeah. And they did make like edited versions of these TV shows. Unfortunately, you know, that's how I actually got started watching anime. Of course, I'm not dumb at that age. I thought I could tell that they were naked, but I was just like, whatever. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I guess like, like just showing a little bit of skin or like showing someone in like a bath or something like that is very different from someone in like, like, uh, let's say like a really dark alley and just getting like raped right there, like. It's such a big difference. Where did that come from? Oh, sorry. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) No, I understand what you're saying. I just kind of was like, "Uh okay, yeah, you know, you're definitely making your point. I I understand that. And I just, I think it's these games are games that I've never played. I will never, ever play. Um, It's unfortunately, it's one of those genres of of sexual gratification that ha- that be these games, even not even games and titles, whether it's animated or whether it's um, you know live action. But I really think, and this is and I cannot stress this enough. Like you, people really have to know what their kids, or at least be aware of these shows, because a lot of people are confused by them. And if, I don't know if I don't know if you're familiar with this case that um, has popped up some time ago, but there was this one case where this guy, and this guy, he went to an adult store, bought bought an adult manga, got arrested for it, went through trial, and he got convicted. Wow, that's because cool. it's a court. I think it's a court in Texas. They're like, oh, comic books are for children. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what? how that. Yeah. That was the prosecution, and that's how the prosecution won. Basic comic books are for children only, and I'm like, um, no. Even American that's, comic books, that's total crap. That's like telling a kid that all anime is for kids, so just watch whatever you want. Well, I can tell you this. Um, like Years ago, I used to work in a local mom-and-pop video store, and one of the benefits was I was able to get anime at wholesale price. And they noticed how I was buying it, and when word got around that you know you could get it dirt cheap, you know, they started selling it. And then next, you know, we had like a little section right in front of the new release area with anime and hentai. It's like the hentai was on the. I moved all the hentai on the back side where you couldn't see. You had to walk around, and all the anime was towards the front. And there were signs, you know, anime not for like certain ages and the hentai was like not for children you know yeah but i'm sure the kids were still looking at it well if a kid picked it up we told him you could not rent that you have id you know yeah unfortunately i think people need to be more aware of you know things like for example oh my god the death note thing do you remember that yeah i remember all of that (laughs) Things like it's it's crazy now. Things are just becoming harder to maintain. It people just are ignorant, and this goes with generally internet and and TV shows in general. Like 
people really need to to get familiarized with. I mean, anime. Yeah, the cute big eyes buttons and happy faces. No, 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 no. It, it's just more to it than that, and and that's why anime is mostly favored because um, I mean, it has a it has a very strong storyline, and you can you know, you know, the characters are more of a. I mean, like honestly, have you seen an American cartoon that really finished throughout its whole series without being canceled? Nope. I was so mad when Teen Titans got canceled, and the last episode was was like what? Like one of the main characters came back, and the episode was very depressing. But that was the last episode of the whole series. But and did... they <laughs> they made a movie, but it had nothing to do yeah. with that episode. I thought yeah. the movie kind of wrapped tied things up. I was like, yeah. I guess I don't know. Not at all. But um, I think it's time to put in our last break and wrap things up because it's getting a little late. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hello and welcome. I am Under the Chaos. Yes, folks, I've just seen Dragon Ball Evolution and I am going to review it. But first I'd like to get something out of the way. I am not a fanboy. I know that this statement usually comes right before a skewed fanboy rant, but take my word for it, I am not a Dragon Ball fanboy. Not to say I was never a fan, I was deeply enamored with the series for some time, until I realized how empty and shallow it really was. That said, when I heard about a Dragon Ball movie, some five years ago now, I dreaded its release, not because I thought it was too sacred a series to be handled, but because I was familiar with the source material, and I knew it would never work. See, there are things Hollywood can do right. Adaptations of media from our friends in the Far East is generally not one of these things. Again, not a fanboy statement. Look no further than efforts such as Juon, The Grudge, Mirrors, One Missed Call, and the like. These movies are not simply bad, they are complete train wrecks that generally miss the point of their source material. So I feared with Dragon Ball. A series that needs very little introduction, Dragon Ball is the most popular work by famed manga artist Akira Toriyama. An epic in nothing, if not length. It ran for some 10 years and was adapted to television in the form of two anime series, both of which ran for some years too. The problem, though, the thing I'd like to comment on right now, is this. Dragon Ball started as a humor series. Even its more serious moments were offered with a knowing smirk, and its hero in Son Goku was a good-natured and sometimes downright naive child. Even when he grew up, he never lost all of that belief that people are good deep down. I didn't feel such things would carry. I felt, in many ways, that all the suits would care about is the energy blast and constipated grunting. And still maintaining some fun is for the series, this bugged me. But enough about that, right? Yes, enough of this I was a teenage Dragon Ball fan. You want to hear me lay into evolution. Alright then, without further ado, it's time for the review. As the man says, let's pop this fucker in. Hmm... <sighs> What do I say about this thing? In three words, it's a wreck. I won't go into the plot too much, mostly because there isn't a lot to go into, but I will comment on a few matters. The movie opens with a brisk introduction of the plot, making sure to mention Piccolo, but also his disciple, the demon Uzaru. Fans of the series do not need me to tell you who Uzaru is, even without letting you know that, yes, he does appear in the form of a monstrous ape. 
for everyone else, if you didn't figure out who he is before the big reveal, you need to watch more movies. You really need to watch more movies. From here, God, I'm not even sure where to begin. Goku is a whiny douchebag with a high school crush. On whom, you ask? Why, on Chi-Chi, of course. Chi-Chi, from a pudgy warrior girl to the popular chick at school. Mm, something of a badass and a flirt at that. Sadly, she comes the closest to my liking anyone in this pile of crap. From here, Grandpa Gohan gives Goku a Dragon Ball. Goku goes to Chi-Chi's place just in time for Piccolo in all of his ugly green glory to kill Gohan. Goku returns too late to save him and is told to seek out Master Roshi. From there, he's attacked by Bulma, who believes he stole her Dragon Ball. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. There is nothing of value or merit in this movie that warrants a detailed retelling. The acting is flat, the costumes and makeup are awful, the fights are lame and choreographed terribly, the special effects are, at their best, pedestrian, and you don't care about any of the characters at all. By the time that Piccolo reveals that Goku is Ozaru, you're checking your watch to see if it's time to go yet. One wonders what went through the heads of the suits on this one. They couldn't have thought this was a good idea. The whole movie is a horrible mistake. I just... I just... Okay, before I go off into incoherence, I'm going to say something that probably not many are going to. Probably few are even equipped to do. People are going to try to say this, but they won't know how. They won't know what to say. Simply put, this movie is a grave insult to Dragon Ball, but not for any reasons that jump out at you right away. No, first and foremost, it lacks Akira Toriyama's whimsy. A.T. could be serious, but he is by no means a serious man. Almost everything he has ever done has been done with an air of wonder and irreverence. Dragon Ball, for its part, was a fairly standard martial arts epic, but A.T. put his spin on it and suddenly you have robots fighting dinosaurs in space. Compare this to Chrono Trigger, which was a fairly standard console RPG, but with Toriyama's stamp on it, it's one where robots fight dinosaurs underwater. This is not coincidental. Everything the man does is with a conspiratorial wink, like it or not. And his his name is listed in the credits, but his stamp is wholly absent from this wreck. Not surprising, considering he divorced himself from Dragon Ball years ago. Still, a guiding hand might have saved this thing. Or perhaps not. It was too ambitious and yet wholly lacking in vision that anything could have saved it. Hell, there's even a scene during the closing credits that hints at a sequel. Spoilers, Piccolo survives! Dun-dun! But dun! Oh, we can only hope that this monstrosity dies in the birth canal. One of these movies was enough. We don't need two. And by existing, the end is already nigh. Those other adaptations that have been in holding patterns since the dawn of the new century might finally come home to roost. Neon Genesis Evangelion. Battle Angel Alita. I feel chill. At any rate, there's not much left to say. Avoid this piece of shit at all costs. I'm almost tempted to condone piracy, but I won't. I'll just say you should not go to the theaters and instead watch it on DVD. One way or another. Until next time, I'm under the pale. I remembered so you... Oh, never mind. Already stole one catchphrase this evening. 
Have a nice day and enjoy your mates.
Looks like we've made it yet to, an, to the end of another episode. Yay! Definitely, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> that was such a... Wow. Very, very enthusiastic. Wow, just wow is all I gotta say. <laughs> but, um... Betty-chan, thanks for coming along onto the podcast with us. Thank you for Well, <laughs> You're officially staff, so you can come on whenever we're recording. Jump on and, ha- and join the fun, really. I mean, yeah. whatever. I mean, feels like recording. Yeah. Just jump in. Yeah, yeah. jump in. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, guys. Thanks. Anytime. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with you too. We gotta do this again sometime. How yeah, about we totally should? How about we do this again in two weeks after anime next? <laughs> sure. <laughs> that works. Alright. So, do you have any websites you want to plug real quick or anything? Mm. No. Any? <laughs> yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Okay. Wow, you're so funny. <laughs> wow. I this guess is crazy. Where'd she go? She's there. Yeah. Oh. I'm here. Can you think of anything? No. Oh, you could have just said no. <laughs> That's okay. But, um, like, I, like I've been saying in the past 27 episodes, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys listening to us. If you like what you hear, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com or animejamsession at gmail.com. Spread the word. Tell it to other people. 
If they like it, they'll tell two more people. You can catch our feed on podcast.net, podcast.com, Podcast Alley, or only Yahoo Podcasts, the ever-popular iTunes. Um, check out my YouTube page at youtube.com at slash S. We also have youtube.com slash TigerChickChibi, and hopefully I should have one of our videos up at youtube.com slash TV. And you can hear us on Disingenious Radio Saturday at 4 p.m. EST, and that's disingenuousradio.com. That was a mouthful. <laughs> and I do it for every single episode. <laughs> so, I'm DJ Ron Mess. I am Clarissa. And I'm Barry Chan. See you next time. Bye. Say goodnight, Kudo. Goodnight, Kudo. <laughs> Night, guys. Night. Anime Jam Session is a joint production of DJ Rama S, Kuro Usagi, and me, Sailor Flair. No fanboys or fangirls were harmed in this episode. Check us out at DJRanmaS.net and DisingenuousRadio.com. <laughs> <laughs>